it's just that all of us teachers really should be paid more and then we won't have to go to this length to try to better our online presence. I'm Hannah. Welcome to Coffee Teach Repeat, the podcast where we talk all things teaching over a cup of coffee. While your coffee is brewing, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. Hey, Kristen, what are you drinking? I have an Austin East Siders spiked seltzer in peach flavor, and it is delicious and light, and I love it. What are you drinking, Hannah? I've got myself a fountain Pepsi from. Our local gas station. <laughs> Ryan picked it up on his way home from work today. Love how you said that from our local gas establishment. <laughs> it's a fancy. Well, I was going to say the name of it, but like they don't have them everywhere. So I decided not to. It's all right. It just, it sounded funnier the way that you said it. It was a very, it's a very fancy. No, it's actually, this is, this is not related at all to what we're talking about today, but in Oklahoma, we have two like major gas stations. Yes. Well, like, and then there's like a third one that's like a truck stop. So we don't count that one. (laughs) So there's on Q, which is in Oklahoma city where I live. And then there's QT (gasps) quick trip. We have QTs here. Okay. See. Okay, and that that's only in the Tulsa area. Oh. And people, like, lose their ever-loving minds between the two. They're like, uh, on cue is, like, so terrible compared to Quick Trip. Which, I mean, like, Quick Trip has really great pretzels. And we don't have pretzels at on cue. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know that one's really superior. They're pretty much the same thing. Not all of, not all on cues have kitchens. Mm. Um. Because that's what they call them, kitchens. I don't know. What does Quick Trip call theirs? I know. I have no idea because I've never been inside of a Quick Trip. I don't even think I've had gas, put gas in my car from there. But people lost their minds when we got Quick Trip here. Like, we got, like, eight in the city. Or not even in the city. In where I'm living, we got, like, eight all at once. They were all building at the same time. Where is that from? This is, like, completely not... Should we cut all this out? Why are we talking about gas stations? <laughs> no, it makes it relatable. <laughs> but we'll wrap it up quick. <laughs> yes, I don't know where QT is from, but everybody lost their minds when it was coming here. So Yeah, I've always thought it was like a Kansas thing, but it doesn't make sense for it not to be in Oklahoma City if it's in Austin. So I don't know. I don't... They just Questions came here. for listeners. Yeah. oh my goodness okay well now that we know all about the gas stations and the prospective areas in which we (laughs) both live let's talk about this week's episode so we are we are coming live from the teacher's lounge and we're talking about teacher gram the pros and the cons of teacher gram and we want to start off out front, up front, saying the fantastic thing is this is how we met. We met through a mutual teachergram person hosting a book club that we both joined. Um, and Hannah quit <laughs> because she doesn't do things. Actually, Hannah quit because the very first night they like talked about like like norms and stuff for the book club and it seemed very intense and not really 
my style. Not that it was a bad thing. It was just really intense. Yeah. And I was concerned that I could not fit into that mold. Oh, no. Because I, I, am, not an, I am not an intense person. So anyway, we, at that point, we followed each other on Instagram, even though I quit. <laughs> and after that, we just kind of followed each other. And we would comment on each other's stories. And my Instagram really isn't a teacher gram. Kristen's, I would say, is more, mm-hmm. I, if not completely, yeah. uh, a teacher gram. 100%. A- and I feel like that basis for us getting to know each other, I mean, it's, it's got us where we are today. That's right. So as we talk pros and cons, know that, like, our number one pro is that we've met each other and that we've been able to create this content for you guys. Um, and while we do have some con things to say, think of it like an Oreo. I mean, you got to have the two chocolate cookies that on their own are disgusting. <laughs> but with that cream inside, it's a fantastic little treat. Listen, the only Oreo to eat is a mega stuff Oreo. I, I will go to my grave with this, okay? The more, the more the cream in the center, the better. And th- this is going to be the tangent episode that we're just going to talk about whatever comes into our brains, <laughs> apparently. But you can't talk about Oreos without talking about, like, the more cream, the better. Because you're right. I, why would you just eat those on the outside? But y- getting back to it, I, no hate on well, teacher no, Graham. no, no, no. I got I to gotta say something oh, about yeah. Oreos. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> So anytime I order Oreos, I have to order two packs. I order the double stuffed Oreos for myself. And I have to order the regular caveman prehistoric Oreos for my husband. Because he doesn't like the ratio of cream to cookie. It's fine. So anyway, you can now continue. No, I I mean, see, and I just think that when they came out with Mega Stuff, it was like, this is the perfect ratio because it com- almost completely overshadows the cookie taste <laughs> with how much cream is stuffed in there. But yes, <laughs> don't you love like ragging on your husband sometimes just for things that like, this is not an important, you know, thing in <laughs> life, but <laughs> you have to give them a hard time whenever you can. Because they're, they're still with us, thank goodness. And if anybody else out there has a spouse or a, a partner and they know how difficult being the spouse partner of somebody who's teaching is. So thanks for hanging in there, honey. But you're, I'm going to tell your husband about his questionable Oreo choices. <laughs> As you should. Uh, oh, yeah. So no hate on the, on the teacher, Graham. You know, nothing is perfect. And I think... I think it's important to lay out there. <laughs> what? <laughs> In my head, I started singing. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Do you know that song? I do not. It's a Hannah Montana song <laughs> called Nobody's Perfect. Okay, I am like just a smidge too old for Hannah Montana. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Montana was after me. Just a little bit after me, but it's, fine. it's okay. So <laughs> uh, nobody's perfect. That's right, especially not teacher Graham. And I think it's important, especially for new teachers and teachers that are new to the Graham, 
to understand there are some great, great things. There are ways to meet amazing people, but also it's not perfect. And you need to be aware of the kind of traps that you can fall into and it can make you feel crappy. So should we talk about some pros first? Yeah. So back when we were talking about how we met in the book club, I that was through the teacher gram and it was it was Meg and Mandy. Meg and Mandy. Meg is top marks on Instagram and Mandy is fifth with with Miss Smith. <laughs> Miss Harris. <laughs> nope, that's right. Fifth with Smith. I can't. Fifth with Speaking of that spiked Harris. cider. I don't think I could do it without. And I'm, <laughs> you know, maybe half. Oh, no, a little bit more than halfway. <laughs> it, anyway, Mandy Harris, <laughs> Meg Marks. Uh, and I was following them. And I'm like, I just remember this frantic, like, I have to get in this book club. I have to get in this book club because I wanted to know them. And it was like hyped that way, too. Yes. Like, like. it was like, we're only taking... 15 people or whatever it was and so that's why I felt like I needed to leave because they said you know like you know we had a lot of people who wanted to be in this group so if you're not going to take it seriously (gasps) oh yeah here's the door ish oh I remember that I mean it was not hateful it was just being real and setting expectations and I knew myself well enough to know that I couldn't I couldn't live up to those so yes I think I felt like, okay, I can do this. Like reading like a, ch- a couple chapters a week is fine. And I ju- we, re- we read, uh, we read. Happy Teachers Changed the World. Oh, was that the first one? Were you in that? Was that the one you were in? I read the other one mm-hmm. by that one lady who just got divorced. She lives in Rachel Austin. Hollis. Yeah, we read that book. And she, uh-huh, that was, so I was in two with them. So I guess the first one, I read that Rachel Hollis book and. As soon as we got to that chapter where she talked about how her boyfriend was like mentally not abusive, but yeah, pretty much mentally. Yes. Uh, I just, I was out. I mean, I I stayed in the book club, but the whole time, anything I ever had to say was like, this book sucks. (laughs) I didn't say that, but she just didn't, she lost her credibility at that point. And then here we are, you know, a couple years later and they were selling. And no one saw this coming except everyone saw it coming. Yes, and they're like here trying to sell marriage, you know, counseling, like $1,000 conferences, and they're getting divorced. Anyway, not a fan. And and the, actually, that segues into Dave Hollis and Rachel Hollis working with Get Your Teach On people, and I'm like, I'm out, because I think that company is a big sham. And there's mm-hmm. people in Austin, they work in Austin, the company is in Austin. I know through the grapevine people that work there, and I mean, I guess I don't know them, but I've just heard it's not a great work environment, and I, I have kind of, I don't know, maybe it's helped me get to a better place. I, I, yeah, and I think we've talked also, we've talked a little bit, I, or I've referenced my faith at some points, mm-hmm. and it's always really bothered me that she claims to be a Christian and claims to have biblical values, but at the same time, she talks about um, you, you've got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and take care of it yourself. When that is counterintuitive to the gospel, um, sorry if I'm going on a rant, mm. tell me to stop if mm-hmm. I need to stop. But, I mean, Scripture teaches us we're not enough, and we need to understand that 
in order to accept the fact that like Jesus is the only way for me, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it's just so counterintuitive to my faith and for her to claim to be a Christian and claim to have all these values that are so counterintuitive to what she writes. Mm-hmm. There's just so many things, oh my goodness, that are just so confusing about her. And Yeah, I agree. And and the idea that, you know, as teachers we need to feel like she's someone to inspire us because of girl power is is just kind of sad. Yeah. And I don't know how we got here, but here we are. <laughs> well, and talking because, about Rachel Hollis. Yes, well, Rachel Hollis was it's a teacher book club book that I read, and then I got into the next book club to read Happy Teachers Change the World, and then it it kind of segued to Rachel Hollis was a speaker at Get Your Teach On. So it's it's all related, you know, it's all related. And I just I've watched other videos of her speak at uh, multi level marketing you know, conventions. And I just, I, I don't, I don't think that she has anything to back it up at this point. I mean, she's never had anything to back it up. And I think that that's unfortunately a lot of people who are famous or yeah, like, yeah, Instagram famous. There's a lot of people who are Instagram famous or have a lot of followers who are not, I don't know. There's the, what, what do you have to back it up? So I guess mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're, t- we, we've, you know, segued into cons, but I just like, why are you famous? What are you doing with that fame? Because I think there's two kinds of Instagram famous teachers. There's the ones who are there to improve the lives of others. They're using their fame to, oh yes, hey, like, this is what I like to wear. This is the kind of earring that I like. There's a teacher, I, her name is blanking, I'm blanking on her name right now, but uh, she always shares, like, these are the kinds of earrings that I really like, and this is where I get them. But it's, she's not doing it so she can make money off of it, because she gets it at, like, mm-hmm. TJ Maxx or something, and you can't buy anything online at TJ Maxx. But it's, she's doing it because she genuinely likes the product, and, and she's trying to, I think it's, is it chalk and coffee? There's one, I don't know, I'll have to look it up, but I just wanted to edit this to add that it's Maddie Fairchild at Fairchild in fifth. She started this, like, I'll be there for you program for first year teachers and, uh, and, and veteran teachers. And that's something that I was interested in helping a a first year teacher. And I have, I did, I, I got in contact with the person she set me up with. And I think that was a really noble cause, especially now in this time of like, we don't have any contact like physically, or we didn't, especially at the school year beginning, you know, so to have your first year teaching, it's really important to have somebody to go to and talk to about your struggles. And so I thought that was a great use of her Instagram fame, her, you know, teacher gram, like, popularity is trying to make other people's lives better. And it was part partially to her detriment because, I mean, like she even said, it was a lot of effort and people get mad and they like to, they forget that the person on the other end is an actual person. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. I just remember that the person that I was matched up with, I sent her stuff 
she had some personal stuff going on and I tried contacting her a few times and I haven't heard back. So kind of bummed, spent some money on this person, have not heard back. Um, hope was hoping to make like a friendship or at least like help someone out. But after two or three times of contacting you and you not get back to me, like that's going to be it for me. So, yeah. I think also when we're talking about pros of those Instagram teachers who are just really there to just share what they're doing Mm -hmm. and they may have resources on teacher pay teacher. They may have, you know, a platform. I feel like you're this teacher. You are the pro Instagram teacher gram teacher because you share things that work for you and you share things that, yeah, you might uh, have a stake in because you like it so much. You're not there to try and, you know, scam feels like the wrong word, but everything you post isn't an affiliate link. Not that that's a bad thing, but you're sharing things that you truly love and that you're truly interested in. And then you're also sharing things about Schoology or you're sharing things about anything else. I feel this way about teacher TikTok. I feel like I've learned so much from teacher TikTok and teacher Graham that were truly useful information that wasn't attached to a celebrity Uh in air quotes persona that was trying to get to us. Um, And so I think Teachergram can be such a fantastic tool for professional development as long as you recognize some of the issues that are there, such as the comparison trap. Mm-hmm. I know for me, as a teacher starting out, I was a traveling teacher, so I did not have a classroom to decorate that looked amazing or anything. I couldn't let myself get stuck in the idea that my classroom had to look perfect because I wasn't in charge of how my classroom looked. I had to accept the fact that I was in charge of what I could be in charge of. And my classroom style or decoration wasn't something I was in charge of. Um, And I found myself seeing all these classrooms on Teachergram that were so cute. And that took, oh, unknown number of man hours. And and I had to realize, like, that wasn't for me. That wasn't in my cards. And that's still not in my cards because this year I have my own classroom and I'm an elementary teacher where I feel like classroom decor is important to an extent to make it feel like home. But I couldn't have anybody come help me to set up my room. And I knew that my bandwidth needed to be on curriculum and preparing to teach my kiddos and safety and all the things like that. And so... Teachergram is a great source of inspiration, but you need to look at it as inspiration and not as motivation, mm-hmm. I would say, because you want to use Teachergram as something that inspires you to do other things, but don't feel like you have to have a carbon copy in your classroom. Absolutely. Um, so first of all, thank you for your compliment about my teacher Instagram. Funny enough, I was thinking about this earlier, you know, the trap that we fall into in like as being a a followed teacher grammar. And I don't, you know, I've gotten followers for a, a number of different ways, um but I you fall into this trap of like do do I need to keep posting every day just for the sake of posting? 
And what if I don't have anything to say? Or I am exhausted. I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing left for this. And, and during the day, mentally, I'm like, oh, I should take a picture or a video of this because this is amazing. But then I don't. Or I forget. Or at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I did the most amazing Pear Deck today. I should have shared it. Or uh, I, I, you know, Google Meet just came out with, with Jamboards in the Google Meet and breakout rooms and polling. And I'm like, I need to share this. And I just don't have a spare minute in the day to actually take, a, take the time to do it. And I will not record my kids, my students on like, I won't do their faces at all. And of course, I don't have any in person right now. But even when I did, I would film the table, whatever they were doing on the table, and not sometimes it would be their voices, but not ever their faces. Because I, you know, that's one thing that I know this is like going off on a bunch of different, <laughs> this is like, we're on, we're on like a trail and I'm seeing things on the way and I'm going to talk about them as I go. But uh, I, I guess the, the, the first problem is like feeling apologetic, like, oh, I haven't been on here in a while. Or, you know, sh- should I feel apologetic for not posting something when really, does it even matter? What I, you know, there's a quote that I posted a long time ago. It was my own personal quote, like, stop apologizing for not posting. Like, A, who is asking you to post every day? This is your own platform, right? You're posting because you want to post. You should be posting because you want to post, not because you feel like you have to post. I mean, I guess unless you're selling something and you need to continue to sell yourself your item, your podcast, whatever it is, right? I mean, I guess we're selling ourselves, our podcast as well, but it's just, you know, at what expense are you, are you doing that? Like, Mm -hmm. stop apologizing. Like, there's no need to apologize. Like, or, or the big one, stop apologizing for how you look. Like, it's, you know, if you're apologizing for how you look, you're perpetuating this stereotype of like, we have to be put together at all times. Or, you know, oh, sorry, I'm using a filter because I look like crap. Use a filter because you want to feel good about yourself. You don't have to apologize for it. I used a filter with pink hair the other day. I thought that was amazing. But I just wanted to use it because it gave me pink hair. (laughs) Okay, never gonna dye my hair. Well, I dyed my hair pink in college. Just just the tips. (laughs) (laughs) But so I guess that kind of segues into another point where like, your account is more of a teacher groom account. My account is a personal account. Like I post fun things that I'm doing. Um, in my old district, they really encouraged us to use social media. Um, and so I do have a teacher gram account, but it has my kids' faces mm-hmm. from my old district. And so I've really, I post on there to keep my parents from that district kind of aware of what I'm doing. So it's more like a class Instagram mm-hmm. than versus a teachergram. Mm. So I use teachergram as a learning tool, as an opportunity to see what other people are doing. And while I do have people that I specifically follow for tips and stuff, I really don't think much about how often they're posting or what they're doing or fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Um, do I get concerned if I don't see a teacher posting for a while? Yes, because I just realized 
I don't think I've seen a post from Fifth with Miss Harris in a minute. So I may send a DM and just say, hey, you doing okay? Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what we want to create here at Coffee Teacher P is that community, that place where we guys, we guys, mm. we can all feel, we can all feel like we're a part of something and that we've got people that are caring for us because yes, what you're doing is 100% enough for your students because you're an excellent teacher and you're a professional. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we need each other. Like understanding, I mean, I understand my classroom can't look cute this year because I don't have the people to help me mm-hmm. and I'm four foot 11 and a half. <laughs> so hanging things on the walls this year wasn't going to happen. And so I think viewing TeacherGram as a tool versus a copy and paste. A checklist. Is is really the key. Yeah. I totally agree. I This segues back to what we talked about at the beginning with the... Uh, Gas stations? Huh, no, a little bit farther forward than that. <laughs> no, with, with Rachel Hall is telling you to like stop apologizing or pull up your bootstraps or whatever. I mean, we need other people. We are not in this world alone. We just should not be trying. You don't need to be like on an island. There's our recurring theme for the podcast. Don't be on an island. Reach out for help. And it's hard to do. But I remember uh, Hannah would often send me messages like, I'm doing the same thing as you. OMG. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's awesome. And like we I as soon as she started reaching out, I would notice and start reaching back out to her and we just became friends because we just talked to each other. You can't be afraid to talk to someone. You cannot be on an island. You you don't have to be on an island. You you are, you know, as as a community, I think this is what we didn't talk about is is teachergram seems like these people are doing everything by themselves that they have mm-hmm. this <laughs> Instagram worthy classroom and that it's like oh I just walked right in and set it up and it's all me and nobody else did it and I did it in like 5 minutes. And that's the problem is that the it, teachergram comes across as this like oh, I want that. I want I mean teacher envy classroom envy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that happening and you can't get wrapped up in it. And it's so easy. We've all been wrapped up. I've been wrapped up. I mean, I've, I've changed what my Instagram was about numerous times since I've started it personal. I was trying to do like workout for a while. Like I was trying to use it, you know, to some gain for myself or, or so that I would feel like I was being purposeful other than just sharing pictures of my son and my family and whatever. But I, you, it's very easy to get in the trap of like, I see it, <laughs> I see it, I want it, I got it. You know, I, I see this, you know, better than paper, like background. Oh, I have to have that because, you know, which I have now, but I, I bought it last year. I mean, it took me however many years to figure out like, maybe if I just get that, I don't have to keep wasting paper and I can just leave it up. Or, you know, it's taken years to figure out that you don't have to just because somebody else posts something that's awesome doesn't mean that you have to get it. You can like it and want it, but you have to think back like is this important for my teaching? I mean, we we don't make enough money to to do this. And a lot of teacher grammars, especially the the ones with a lot of 
followers often have two or three side hustles. They are doing Teachers Pay Teachers. They create a font, like a perfect blend of teaching. She is on, she creates content on, uh, for Teachers Pay Teachers. She's got fonts. She continuously comes out with new fonts and new doodles. I mean, she's, that's like multiple things. She's selling, you know, I think she does t-shirts or maybe not. I don't know. Often these people have more than one endeavor and that is funding the rest of their teacher classroom amazingness. Because if you spend all your money there, you're just going to be in debt and unhappy. And and I think that what, where it hits really hard is those first few weeks after you spent, you know, two whole weeks making your classroom cute when you could have spent a week doing a cute classroom and then another week on content where you, you know, two days into school, you're like, why did I spend so much time on this? This is a waste. This doesn't work. Da, 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 da. When, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Like you should spend like, get like the bare minimum up on your walls and build your classroom with your students. How, what do they like? What, what are, what is their interest? What is their work? What, what do you want? Like, what kind of room do you want to have with them? Because the more that you put them in it, the more comfortable they will be. And that's really the important part. And and not, again, not dogging on, like, cute classrooms. Because I've got a cute, I think my classroom's cute. I mean, it's not cute at the moment. Because it's got everybody else's odd, odd ends and furniture in it. <laughs> and science supplies on every single table. But, I mean, you, you you've got to... You've got to realize as a new teacher that you, you, that's a, that's a goal to have, not a place that you have to be in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And also Mm -hmm. it takes like five people and money and donations and all sorts of things. Or like, oh, this person's been curating this for like 10 years and they've collected all this stuff over years and it looks great now, but it hasn't always looked that great. Or maybe they've added like one big thing a year. Like, do you get beginning of the year money at your school? No. This is so interesting to me. We get, at my school, we get $150 every year. Like, at the beginning of the year. That look on Hannah's face right now is like, you suck. (laughs) In my old district, I got $100 that I could use um, throughout the whole year, but using it was very difficult. I had the PO system and all the things. So I last year I didn't use it at all. Um the year mm. before that I used it to buy some whiteboards for my classroom. Um so I never used that money. I used that money for supplies that I wanted, mm-hmm. not for decorations. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have used it on a variety of things. I feel like Hearing through Teachergram often, everybody has different things. Like your, your district is different. Somebody else's district is whatever. They get different amounts of money or they can use it in a different way. I've used it on Teachers Pay Teachers things throughout the year or like anything that we supplies that we needed, but not not like pencils, but like, oh, hey, we need whiteboard markers for the class set, which I guess is a supply. So that's silly, but I don't know. I I'll use it on anything. I used it on led lights for my classroom whiteboard. I mean, like we could spend it on anything, but we, we have to know that like, we can't take it with us. So if I buy like a, a desk, 
it belongs to the school. I mean, I'm going to be there until I, my hair falls out, probably. But <laughs> you never know. I think the one other thing when we're talking about comparison as well is do you ever like see these teachers, teacher grants and think, do they even teach anymore? Like they've, they've gotten to the point where they make so much off their affiliate links mm-hmm. and off their teacher pay teacher and off fill in the blank. The t-shirts they sell and uh-huh. That you think to yourself, sure, there's this facade that we see. But is this really something that's being used every day in a classroom? Or was this something that was set up for a photo shoot? Yes, I wonder that often. And, you know, I started out thinking that I have to follow all of these big accounts because they must know something that I don't. And I wanted to know their secret. But I think... Digging deep, I mean, there are Facebook groups, there are like and comment pods, there are giveaways, there are all these things, and all these ways that you can gain followers. And I have done all of those things because I fell into the trap of, and I don't know if it's a trap or just, you know, a a step in the way to getting something that I want. So I've done all of these things, and I, I, you start to realize that Instagram is just a facade. It's mm-hmm. just all of these teachers are friends and they comment on each other's things and they boost each other. And and so you get more likes and comments and that gets you into other people's feeds and da-da-da-da-da. It, it's just another thing. It's just another r- ruse or, you know, how do we help? I don't know. I feel bad saying that because it's it's really the, the, the like pods, the comment pods, the... The giveaways even you're you're really helping each other to get more followers to get your name out to get your product in front of new people and that's maybe it's just that all of us teachers really should be paid more and then we won't have to go to this length to try to better our online you Presence. know persona yeah. yes so that we you know I'm, my goal is is always to get free things you know this about me um, so <laughs> I just, I mean, that's been my goal is if I can, can share enough things about myself, like I'm never going to just share things for the sake of sharing. I mean, if you look at my latest post, it's a, it's a picture of me holding up a water prism in front of my eyes and I look ridiculous, but it's about science and I love science. So if people like that and they want to follow me for that, that's what I want. I want them to follow me because they are enjoying or getting good ideas from me, not because, you know, it, the, the end goal is what I'd like. I'd like to maybe, in the end, maybe not teach and be able to just be sustained off of this random weird teacher gram fame, right? I mean, like, isn't that everybody's goal? Like, how can I not do my job and still make mm-hmm. money? <laughs> so... I don't know. I just, I, it's great. Teachergram is great. I like that everybody is out to help each other. I think that's one of the best bits and that it's, it's really clear if you follow someone and watch them, it's clear who is out there to help others and who is out there to help themselves. Mm-hmm. So take heart, listeners, friends. We, we I, are here to help if in you, case you didn't know. Yes. We're here for you, but also don't be afraid to hit that little button, that little unfollow button. If somebody is making you feel 
awful. If somebody is making you feel like you are not doing enough, your room is not cute enough, or and, and they may not be doing anything, but if that is how you feel when you come across this beautiful picture, just unfollow, you know? Don't follow those teacher grammars who all of a sudden are just there to sell stuff. Well, <laughs> and also, you don't have to tell them. Mm-mm. You don't have to tell just them go. if you unfollow. <laughs> just go. Because at the end of the day, no matter what we say and how we feel about people who may be using Teacher Graham for the, for the fame, <laughs> at the end of the day, they're a real person and they're doing what they think is best for themselves. And so if you choose to unfollow, just do it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't need to yep. send a hateful message or a quietly unfollowing because at that point it's Mm -hmm. no longer quiet but you should send messages to people that you like and that you enjoy following and that you want to become friends with because that is how this happens and like you meet someone who becomes your podcast partner and then you're really like planning for when COVID is over and you can go to Waco all the time so (laughs) and since that brings us back to the beginning where we started in our book club. Gas stations. And gas stations. <laughs> I, I hope that this conversation was an encouragement to you to not feel like you have to have everything picture perfect all the time. Because that was our goal um, when, when talking about the cons. And I hope that you will. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> and I hope that you'll use the professional development tools that are really on there. Um, hashtags are so useful. Hashtag your learning management system. See what comes up. See if there's something useful there. Hashtag a skill. Um, Especially, I feel like, in science, you can probably hashtag, I don't know, convention? I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, uh, convection? Convection. Or or some sort of skill that you want to teach your kiddos. Uh, That's specific. Or or I teach science is a good uh, hashtag. I teach science... um, uh, I get, you just need to play around with what you are looking for. Uh, like I teach fifth, I teach third, I teach four, five, six, like just look, actually look into the post of your favorite Instagrammer because you found that person somehow. Typically Instagrammers will post their hashtags like in the first comment and just look through all, just click on a hashtag and you can actually follow hashtags. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got like a handful of hashtags that I follow and it just picks up like the, I don't know how it does it, but I really enjoy seeing things that it's like content I'm curating for myself. It's lovely. So yes, I think you need to curate your own Instagram feed and reach out to people that you like, because oftentimes we are also searching for other weirdos like ourselves (laughs) that we can talk to, you know, just like you want to talk to. So. We're here for you. And this was probably the weirdest, the weirdest episode we've done. We just rambled on about random stuff for about a half hour. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you joined us this week for this conversation about Teacher Graham. I hope you come back. Yes, come back. Cheers. <laughs>